Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Take my words and speak through them. Take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Redeemer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. No muss, no fuss. Mary, a 14, 15, or 16-year-old, freely accepted her call. This is called the great announcement in the small sleeping village of Nazareth to a small virgin girl. God speaks, Mary responds with total acceptance, and that is what makes this announcement so significant. When God speaks, the world must take notice. This is the last Sunday of Advent, and we are on the edge of incarnation, Last Sunday, we heard about John the Baptist, who summed up the Old Testament prophecy and announces the coming of Christ. This Sunday, the story is about Mary, the appointed agent through whom Christ enters the world. She brings to fulfillment the Advent hope in her role in the Annunciation. Annunciation stories our regular literary form in the Old Testament. There were annunciations of the births of Ishmael, Isaac, Samson, Samuel, and John the Baptist. The annunciation of Mary follows a pattern of Old Testament stories. The greeting, the startled reaction, the exhortation not to fear, the message an objection, and a confirming sign. The angel comforts Mary. Do not be afraid, for God has found favor with you. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Mary was completely content, not pretentious. Nothing to boast about, nothing to apologize for. No formal education, no role in religious institutions. She was at ease with herself, confident. Mary was willing to risk her reputation for what is right. She wound up living with scandal from conception to the cross. But Mary freely accepted her call. Her response accentuated the positive, de-emphasized the negative, put on rather than put off, to receive rather than to reject, to do rather than refrain from doing. Memories, Mary's memory is cherished in certain ways, especially around Christmas time. Many have taken her to be a model of motherhood. Recently, she's been valued more generically as a woman, 
Indeed, sometimes she's become a role model for feminist identification. Mary the Virgin has known no man. She is her own person, unexploited. Her identity is not given to her by any male, but is her own, a gift from God. Two questions come to mind concerning Mary's role in human history. First, why would God pick someone like Mary for such an important role? Why choose a poor peasant girl to give birth to the world's Savior? She was not well educated. She was not even fully married at the time of conception. She and Joseph hardly had a dime between their names. And what if Mary messed up? She might not be able to handle the huge responsibility. Why not choose someone more mature with the means to send Jesus to fine schools and provide the best food, clothing, and medical care that money could buy? The selection of Mary as Jesus' mother was no accident, of course. God does not specify any particular qualifications of background or status that prospective servants might need. God does great things through all persons who will cooperate with the divine will. Furthermore, God has a special appreciation for humble people like Mary. Jesus came not only to save people who are lost according to God's standards, but he also came to raise up those who are held in contempt by the world's standards. What better way to exalt those of low degree than to bring the Son of God into the world through someone like Mary? The evangelist Luke does not exalt Mary as a goddess or as a mother or even as a woman. He thinks she has a more important role as the ideal Christian. In the third gospel, Mary becomes the model for Christian discipleship. The person who all people, men and women alike, should emulate, especially if they wish to follow her son. In the Gospel of Luke, Mary is the most Christ-like human being in the story. Her words to the angel cited in this week's text are a direct parallel to what Jesus later prays in the garden. Let it be with me according to your word. And later Jesus says in Luke, not my will but yours be done. In both cases, the ideal response to God is presented as a combination of humble trust and obedient service. Luke wants to make sure we know why she is favored and blessed. Her kinswoman Elizabeth said, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. Notably, she's not blessed because she's going to be the physical mother of Jesus, but because she believed God's word. So whatever blessing accrues to Mary is one we can all share if we only emulate her. We cannot all be the physical parents of Jesus, 
but we can believe God's word will be fulfilled. Jesus is saying, My mother is blessed, not because her womb bore me or because her breast nursed me. She is blessed because of her devotion and faithfulness to the word of God. So Mary turns out not to be simply the mother of Jesus, but an ideal role model for all followers of Jesus, a servant of God who embodies faith and faithfulness. There have been a number of articles written over the past few weeks about the election of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and the response from young girls across the world who now see an opportunity for a future different than the norm. And what about Greta Thunberg, the young 15-year-old Swedish environmental activist who is now internationally known for challenging world leaders to take immediate action against climate change and who has become a world leader? Or or Malala Yousafzai, an activist in Pakistan for women's and girls' education, who became the youngest Nobel Prize laureate in history in 2014 at the age of 14. These young women, just like Mother Mary, become role models and leaders. We give thanks for the life of Mother Mary, for her unconditional love, obedience, and commitment to the Father, and for her love and caring for His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, from conception to the cross and through the resurrection. Embracing the risen Jesus, Mary is a sign and anticipation of humanity, which hopes to reach its fulfillment in the resurrection of the dead. This message I bring is for all the young girls and the young boys who are listening to me that may be called to greatness by God's plan for them. And this is a call to their parents to support their dreams and aspirations. We give thanks for God's Holy Spirit that is within each of us. Pray that each of our young people may accept the call of God just as Mother Mary did, without reservation, without doubt, so that each young person may become whatever God plans for them and however they strive to reach their destined goal. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.